Welcome to the Yoga Teacher Evolution Podcast. Namaste. My name is Paul Teodo, joined here with Michael Henry. Most yoga teacher trainings are becoming watered down and mediocre. So we've created this podcast to help supplement those of you who graduated from a teacher training and don't feel confident going out into the real world. Michael and I are lucky to have been trained by some amazing people. We've gone out into the world ourselves and had success, and we want you to feel confident to protect your students and to build your career with integrity and authenticity. Welcome to our podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Yoga Teacher Evolution podcast. My name is Michael Henry, and I will be your host for today. Paul is not with us. It will just be you and I having a conversation. And by having a conversation, I mean me just speaking into your ear. So thank you so much for listening and allowing me to do so. Today, we're going to be talking about the stages of healing or the stages of injury, uh, particularly soft tissue injuries. And the reason why I think this is important for yoga teachers, because the question always comes up, like, what do you do when someone comes up to you before or after your class, your yoga class, and asks you a question like, you know, I have bad knees, I have bad shoulders, I, I get a lot of low back pain, my hip is really tight and painful, my wrists are really sore, what do I do, what do I do, what do you recommend, right? This is, I think, a common, um, I wouldn't say problem, but it's a common expectation of yoga teachers to know how to fix everybody's issues, aches, pains, injuries, and those things. So you're always asking yourself, what should I do? And how do I respond, you know, professionally? And how do I say the right thing without saying the wrong thing that might actually lead to something worse, right? A lot of the times that people will basically be asking, like, especially if it's at the beginning of class, you know, can I take your class? You know, will this class help me? Will, it, will it make things worse? Or maybe I shouldn't take your class. So these are the things that we're going to basically be addressing and answering today by applying the three stages of healing or the three stages of injury, however you want to look at it. Ultimately, just understanding how injury happens in the body, and then it gives you a bit of an idea of how to respond to these questions. But before we even do that, I just want to say that as a yoga teacher, it is not your responsibility to be able to fix, heal, or basically address per, uh, people's injuries, aches, pains, entirely. I mean, you do have a duty to send them in the right direction and support them, yes, but you do not have the responsibility or that expectation to need to know something that you don't know. So I, being a physiotherapist and having worked for 10 years in the industry, know what to do, but I also went to school for eight years. So that's something that I'm able to do, but you don't need to know how to do that. There's no, there's no reason why you need to live up to this expectation, even though the expectation exists. So that's the first thing that I wanted to say. Um, so what we'll probably do is break down the three stages of healing um, and then kind of touch on how this applies back to you and your teaching style and how you can basically answer some of those questions that we just went through. So first of all, what is the stages of healing? Stages of healing is the body's natural process to heal an injury, right? This is something that usually takes time. Our, our bodies are fascinating. They're beautiful, amazing things that can regenerate. We can literally heal ourselves, uh, but not in like that superhero kind of way. It takes a little bit longer, unfortunately, but nonetheless, it's still able to regenerate and heal itself, right? So this happens at a microscopic level with cells and tissues, 
muscles, ligaments, tendons, bones, and all that stuff, right? So not to go into too much anatomical jargon, but ultimately a cell is one of the basic components of organic matter or what our body is made up of. And multiple cells make multiple tissues. Multiple tissues make certain organs like muscles and stuff like that. And then when we have multiple organs together, we get, you know, an organ system. So like our muscle system or a musculoskeletal system. Um, so the thing that we want to understand is what happens to those tissues whenever there's a damage or whenever there's an injury or something like that. So generally speaking, when there's an injury, there's some sort of disruption in the, 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 the tissues themselves, whether it be a tear or a break, uh, maybe there's like a cut, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. Ultimately, what happens is the, the composition or the structure of those tissues gets compromised and, you know, there's some sort of damage there. And how it heals, very simply, is new fibers or new tissues will come into that area that was damaged and basically kind of like patch it up, you know. So you can use the example of like if you put a hole in your wall or something causes a hole in your wall, in order to patch it up, you need to bring in some new materials, you know, maybe put some boards and some nails in there, maybe put up some drywall and some paint and stuff like that. And eventually you kind of have to like patch up that hole, patch up that damage. The body's not that different. It's kind of similar. It'll bring in these new fibers. It'll bring in these um, basically new tissues to basically patch up the, the area that was damaged. And then eventually what will happen is it will heal over time, which we'll talk a little bit more about. But ultimately what happens is those tissues will start to heal and create whatever form it was before the injury. So if it was muscle, it'll bring back the muscle fibers and those tissues and stuff like that. So that's ultimately what happens when we have an injury and basically how it goes to the healing process. But we can go a little bit more specific on those stages. So ultimately there are three stages from the point of injury to the point of healing or, you know, basically a, a reconstructed or rejuvenated tissue. So the first stage is probably a familiar one, which is like acute inflammation. It's basically the response from your body that's going to happen regardless of the the extent well, the extent of the injury or the intensity of the injury, usually the body will respond pretty much similarly, no matter how intense the injury is. Uh, obviously, if there's more tissues involved and you like, you know, break your leg or you seriously get, you know, hurt, then there's going to be more in more inflammation, more acute inflammation. But even like a smaller injury, sometimes the body's going to respond in a very similar way um, because it doesn't really know what to do. It just recognizes that there's something wrong. So it'll have an auto response causing usually pain swelling, stuff like that, loss of sensation to some degree, depending on how much swelling is there. And then what it does is it sends antibodies, white blood cells, enzymes, nutrients, growth factors, all this fun stuff to try to stop the bleeding at the area of the injury. If there's some sort of internal bleeding or external bleeding, whatever it is, it could be very small, but ultimately there's some sort of damage that occurred. Um, and this basically happens for all injuries, whether it's small or big. And this stage, this in in acute inflammation stage can last anywhere from basically, you know, zero hours to about three days. So 72 hours, depending on the injury, depending on, you know, what happened exactly. And you don't need to know any of those things, but usually just in, in, as I'm going through these stages, what it'll help to inform you is to know if someone is approaching you in your class, you'll know approximately based off the time that they've had this injury, where they are along the stages of healing or the stages of the injury. And that'll help you decide how to best support them.
So just keep that in mind as I continue to move through these stages. So acute inflammation stage lasts anywhere from zero to 72 hours, about three days or so. And just to give you a little bit of an example, if someone were to come to me and they have an injury of some sort, maybe they hurt their knee, their shoulder. One of the first questions I ask them is like, you know, when did you hurt it? How long ago did this happen? And if their answer has is any time in between the last three days, then usually I say there's not much I can do because, I mean, I don't explain this, but ultimately the body is going to respond how it's going to respond and you're going to have that inflammation and it's there's not a whole lot that I can do as a, an experienced therapist to help support them. So if someone hurts their ankle yesterday or two days ago, um, it's really almost impossible for you as a yoga teacher to be able to respond and support them besides just saying, you know, maybe depending on how it feels, perhaps, you know, you, you don't need to do the class today or maybe just take it easy or if it doesn't feel good in your body, whatever poses we do, then you can just skip them, something along those lines. So that's a really simple way of basically addressing a acute injury if someone were to come in with a, a recent injury that happened in the last 72 hours or three days. So what do we usually do when we go through stage one? Um, if you do want to give some helpful advice, um, especially if someone were to hurt themselves in your class, which hopefully that never happens, but you know, sometimes these things happen. Um, I mean, it's, it's a pretty typical response. You might've heard this before, but it's, it's the rice principle, right? I actually like to call it price, adding a P at the beginning. Maybe you've heard of that before, maybe you haven't. And the P stands for protection or protecting. So you want to protect that injury as much as possible, which usually means trying not to re-aggravate it. So for example, if you hurt your knee or you hurt your shoulder or something like that, just avoiding any activities that are going to cause aggravation to that joint, whether it be the knee or the shoulder. Because if you're aggravating it, then it's only going to increase the inflammation in that joint. And then the rest of the, the acronym PRICE, R-I-C-E. So the R is for rest, so taking it easy. I mean, you can kind of intertwine protection and resting to some degree, but I think protection really drives home the fact that you want to avoid aggravating as much as possible. Rest, take it easy so that it can heal. Ice, because it'll help to minimize the swelling from in, uh, increasing. doesn't necessarily bring the swelling down, but it can minimize further swelling. And then compression can help to move some of the fluid out of the area. And then, of course, elevation using gravity can help to move some of that fluid back towards the heart so it can minimize that swelling. So that's basically what we do in a stage one. That's probably pretty familiar. Stage two, however, is called a repair stage. So this is when we start to take those nails and those boards and those drywall and we start to bring it on to that hole in the wall. And we're going to like, all right, we're going to start patching this up and start, you know, filling in the holes and basically fixing what was damaged from before. Okay. So on this stage, inflammation starts to slow down and it begins to resolve a little bit. Okay. Start to lay down those new materials and those new materials are actually in the form of collagen. So perhaps you've heard of collagen before. There's collagen supplements and all that stuff. Collagen is ultimately, it's a protein, but it's a, it's like a baby tissue. It's, it's what your body will use to be able to create more stable or stronger tissues. Uh, ultimately, it's a very vulnerable, and that's why I call it a baby tissue. It's a little bit vulnerable. So it needs some time to be installed. So using the example of the hole in the wall, if we were to be using boards and nails to patch up a hole in the wall, um, at the beginning, unless you're fully completed and having everything put together, it's going to need some time to, to finish its job, to actually fully be installed, you know, until the hole has actually been repaired. So 
at this point or during this part of the stage, uh, sorry, the part at the stage of healing stage two, um, there's usually little to no strength or integrity in those tissues. So now this stage usually lasts anywhere between 72 hours and six weeks. Now, if someone has like a minor little injury and after three days, everything seems to be fine and they're able to, you know, resume their usual activities, no issues, fine, no, no, no problem whatsoever. But if someone comes and they're like, yeah, I hurt myself two, three weeks ago and they're basically in this repair stage and they're still experiencing some pain, some, you know, a little bit of swelling and stuff like that. Typically, I would say most people shouldn't be doing too much vigorous activity in the repair stage. But again, this is all situation. It all depends on each person's individual injury, you know, their body and all that stuff. So you don't need to know these things. You don't need to necessarily teach these things. It just helps to inform you so that you know how to best answer certain questions that might come your way before or after a class. So in this repair stage, um, what do we do? Well, usually for myself as a therapist, I would just do some you know, restorative range of motion exercises. So very light exercises, basically like passive stretching, passive range of motion, maybe some active assisted exercises where we actually get the muscles involved a little bit, uh, but ultimately still being supported. And then maybe some gentle strengthening exercises closer to the end of those uh, six weeks, depending on, again, the six weeks or the, the 72 hours to six week is a range. So it's not an absolute that it's going to be exactly six weeks. It's just kind of a borderline guideline to give you an idea. I mean, it could be healed up in three, four, five, six, seven days, right? In the repair stage, maybe it didn't need that many boards, that many nails in order to fix the issue. So it's all very situational, but it just gives you an idea of how the body actually heals if they're having a certain injury. Stage three is probably the one that's most important to understand. So that's, we're going to just basically jump into that one, which is the remodeling stage. So stage three remodeling is whenever the fibers or these boards and these nails have basically been installed. All right. And then the, the hole's no longer there. It's kind of all patched up now. Um, but usually what happens is there's some residual scar tissue that's kind of built up, maybe some stiffness, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so ultimately those building materials, but building materials are ready to be strengthened, to be reinforced a little bit. Um, fibers or those tissues need to learn how to line up in the direction of stress and force. So the example that we're using with the wall, uh, the hole in the wall with the boards and the nails, this doesn't really apply here because it's kind of hard to use that same example. But if you can just imagine that your muscles, because most injuries usually involve the muscles for the most part, um, muscles generate movement and that movement is usually in a direction of force um, or stress. Okay. So if you didn't know, your muscles have these fibers that are all, they're very, it's, it's like lines ultimately. And these lines are in the direction of force. So if we, if we patch up a hole, let's just say, you know, we did a little bit of a tear in a muscle or we overstrained a muscle. And then all of a sudden, you know, these boards and these nails come in to like patch it up. We need to realign those fibers again. And that's basically what stage three is remodeling. So redirecting the direction of, of these fibers in the direction of stress and force. Hold on. Let me say that one more time. We're trying to line up the fibers of the muscle in the direction of stress or force that goes through those muscles. Usually what happens is when that these building materials come through, like I was saying, the scar tissue will start to build up a little bit, unless we actually train the muscles to know which direction of force or stress it will be. 
So if we don't actually break up this scar tissue, then usually it'll kind of linger around a little bit and it can cause discomfort, some pain and stuff like that over time. So the remodeling stage is actually where yoga is super helpful because then we can start to break up those boards and nails a little bit and redirect that focus a little bit more on which, which direction the force is going. Um, so poses and, and movements and, you know, building some stability and some strength and some control in our muscles will help the body or those muscles in particularly train and learn where the force is supposed to be generated. And then they'll learn how to support the body a little bit more. So that's basically how it works. I mean, there's not too much more complicated than that. The stages are very simple. One, two, and three, one, it gets injured, some sort of hole we'll say. And then the stage two, the, the, the materials start to come through. And then stage three, it's like, okay, now we need to just build on those materials and just make it really strong and have a lot of integrity. So in the remodeling stage, what do we do? We usually do some gradual strengthening exercises to build up those tissues a little bit. And again, trying to build up the strength uh, or the alignment of those fibers in the direction of force. Okay. So from a physio perspective, uh, restoring function through gentle reintroduction, reintroduction to activities of daily living. So usually some low app, low impact activities to start with, which could be yoga, right? It could also just be some day-to-day -day activities, walking and stuff like that. Um, then you can increase it to medium impact, um, dance, jogging, maybe some power yoga or something a little bit more, uh, maybe a little more intense yoga. And then high impact can be something like playing sports, running, or something along those lines. So now that you understand the stages of healing, let's talk briefly about what speeds up and slows down those stages. Um, but actually, before we talk about that, I just wanted to say the whole point of learning these stages is so that you know when someone comes up to you at the beginning or the end of your class and they start asking you about, you know, how or what do I do about my, you know, my knee injury, my shoulder injury, the first question you can ask them, and it's the same question that I ask everyone, is like, how long ago or how long has this been bothering you for? When did you first injure it? And if they say something like, oh, two days ago, then you know that they're in stage one or around stage one. And then you can just answer appropriately. You know, it's like, okay, well, you're, you're, it's early on. So maybe just take it easy. And if you're feeling a lot of pain, maybe don't continue in the class or maybe just, you know, go to child's pose or something along those lines. If they say, oh, it's been, you know, about six weeks, then you can just follow it up with some questions like, okay, well, how's it feel, you know, whenever you're doing certain movements and stuff like that. And if they're like, oh yeah, it actually doesn't bother me that much, but I just wanted to make sure that this yoga class was going to be okay for me to take. Well, then you could say simply, okay, cool. We'll just take it easy. You know, if something doesn't feel good in your body, then don't worry about it. But ultimately you're going to feel some confidence to be able to respond in this way so that, and, and again, I started this, but you don't need to know how to fix them, even though they may have that expectation. But if you have this background understanding of like approximately where they are in their healing process, then your response can feel quite more confident uh, when you deliver it to them. And then if someone says, oh, and actually, I don't think I mentioned this, but stage three can range anywhere from basically six weeks to like two years, depending on the injury. So, and this is a great example of saying, you know, if someone, someone says like, oh, I, I've had knee problems for years, you know, I've had it for like five years, 10 years, 15 years or something like this, you know, am I going to be able to take your class, especially if they're new for the first time, or if they're wondering if this class is going to be too intense for my knee. Ultimately, if someone's has a long-standing injury, um, a lot of what their issue is is probably mostly scar tissue, and then redirecting those fibers and those forces in the body for it to learn 
how to support the body or the joint, particularly in this case. So ultimately the remodeling stage is where yoga is fantastic. It can be really, really helpful. But generally speaking, what people do is they get a little bit hesitant to do certain movements and certain things because they don't want to cause any pain. So sometimes in the remodeling stage, there can be some discomfort and that's where you can not necessarily push your students or your class participants, but you can encourage them to go beyond their limitations a little bit. If you know that they've had this problem for a long period of time or they're kind of in this remodeling stage, uh, ultimately in order for them to heal it or to get out of this long-standing chronic issue that they've had, they need to be pushed a little bit beyond their tender edge. So that's one way that you can definitely help to support them is by encouraging them to just, you know, do a little bit more if you can, you know, as long as you can recognize that if there's going to be some pain, you can pull back, but ultimately it's going to be really helpful for you to break up some of that old scar tissue that's been building up over the years. So that's a great way to help support some of your class participants so that they understand ultimately like what's going on in their body and how yoga can help and support them. So that's the thing that I would say is probably the biggest takeaway is that most people are going to have long-standing injuries and while it's somewhat nerve-wracking to be able to respond to them saying like well this is what i would recommend i wouldn't i wouldn't even go down that road i would just basically you know if they say okay i've had shoulder issues for 15 years or 10 years or 5 years or it's been bothering me for a couple of years whatever you can just say okay well you know take it easy in your body but ultimately what's going on is you probably have a lot of scar tissue built up in there and it would be great to you know try this class out and it'll probably help to break up some of that old scar tissue and some of that old fibers in there. And, um, but ultimately, you know, trust your body in the sense that don't push it too far, but try to push it a little bit. That's kind of how I would, I would answer that question. And you can take that as far as you want to take it and how, as comfortable as you are with using that language. So ultimately, the big question that I think that most people have, and we'll come back to what speeds up and slows down these these processes in a second. But ultimately the big question I think that most people have is will I learn enough anatomy to be able to help someone with an injury? And like I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, I mean, I studied for years and I practiced for years, right? So unless you have a background in this and it's pretty extensive, um, I would say that don't even bother. Like it's not your place. It's not something that you need to live up to. You don't need to live up to that expectation to need to tell someone how to fix their injury. And if you really, really want to help them, just point them in the direction of a therapist like myself or a chiro or an osteopath or something like that, or some sort of specialist. Because ultimately, if you're a yoga teacher, stick to what you know, right? Teach yoga and help them, you know, improve their life through yoga. If they're coming to your class and they're looking for something a little bit more and you're comfortable to give them a little bit of guidance, then fantastic. Hopefully this podcast helped to provide you a little bit of that confidence to be able to speak to it. But ultimately, stay in your lane. You don't need to. You don't need to get outside your lane. Okay. So the last thing that I'll mention is uh, what speeds up and slows down this process. And usually, um, it has something to do with either the size of the injury, which I mentioned before. So if you have a minor little injury, then obviously these stages can happen pretty quickly, and you can go through them and heal the body pretty pretty fast. If you have a larger injury, then it might take a little bit more time. So the larger number on those ranges, more of like the seventy-two hours, the six weeks, maybe six months, two years, something like that. Um, the circulation to the area. So if someone doesn't have really good circulation, then obviously the healing is going to take a little bit longer, uh, especially if it's some sort of part of the body that doesn't have great circulation. Like for me, my ACL, I injured my ACL 10 years ago, um, and I had to have surgery in order to get that fixed because there's barely any blood supply that goes into the knee 
to fix something like that. So that's just an example. And then ongoing aggravation to that area that's been damaged or injured. So that's why the P in the price is really important. You want to protect and avoid aggravation as much as possible, particularly in stage one and in stage two. But if you're in stage three, not that you want to aggravate it, but you do want to push it a little bit. You want to kind of break through some of those fibers. So just remember that one. And then of course, nutrition is really important because that helps to bring in the materials, the nails, the boards, and all that stuff, those collagen fibers, those proteins to be able to heal the area. And then of course, the last thing is rehabilitation. Exercises to improve range of motion, some strength, some stability, and that's where you're in your lane. You got some yoga, you can help to support with those types of things. But ultimately, that's all you need to do. You don't need to do anything more than that. Um, ultimately, you can turn people away if you feel like it's not appropriate for them, or you can also just tell them to do their best and trust their body. Um, or you can take it as far as saying, you know what, I think that you'd be okay to push yourself a little bit. But you know, at the same time, if anything doesn't feel good in your body, you can always pull it back. So I think that's probably the best kind of breakdown that I can give you for the stages of healing, the stages of an injury, and how you can use that in your classroom or your studio, or maybe you're teaching online. And if someone approaches you about some sort of injury, you know, and then they have this expectation that you need to know how to help them, or they're hoping that you can help them. First of all, remember that you don't need to know these things, right? It's not a connect. It, it is an expectation, but it's not a realistic expectation for you to be able to answer these questions. However, if you understand these stages of healing, it'll help make your life a little bit easier because then you can at least point them in the right direction. And then that way you're supporting them. And that's really helpful and really powerful. The last thing we want to do is turn people away from yoga in the sense that, you know, we, we tell them to do something because we think we know, and then they end up getting hurt or they have a poor experience. And that's part of the reason why this is really important for me. And part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast and working uh, with Paul and Byron to be able to support yoga teachers because I think yoga is such a powerful thing that can transform someone's life. And if someone's walking into your classroom and it's the first time that they're experiencing yoga and maybe they're a little nervous, maybe they have a knee injury or shoulder injury, we want to support them. We want them to have a good experience. Even if it's like a, you know, a light class, we still want them to have a good experience and enjoy and recognize that they're being taken care of so that they can come back for a couple reasons. One, because they can come back and they can improve their quality of life as well through doing the practice and filling up your classes a little bit more. But ultimately, yoga or the, the the yoga sauna, the physical practice, which is basically how this all applies to, is just kind of the entry for a lot of people to learn more about what the whole of what yoga can do uh, for them in their life. So I think that's basically yoga teachers are the, are the gateways. So I think the best way that we can support the people that come into our classroom with whatever knowledge we can is the best thing that we can do for serving the world. So that's the last thing that I'll say. And that's one of the reasons why I'm super passionate about supporting you guys with anatomy, injury prevention, and all that fun stuff. So that's basically it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate and love all of you. If you guys have any questions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Paul or Byron, um, and we'd be happy to feature a question or maybe even bring you on the podcast. Who knows? Depending on what your question is, maybe you got lots to share. We'd love to do that as well. There's really no rules on this podcast. We do what we want. We have some fun and we just try to serve you guys. So thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful, beautiful day and we'll talk to you next time.